Hey there, mamas. Have I got a special treat for you today. I'm sharing my tips and hacks to help you create space in your work-at-home mom life for more clarity, more peace, more productivity, and in turn, more profits. Give me some of that, right? <laughs> I'm tackling the biggest ignored and overlooked roadblock standing in your way to living a more harmonious life and it's not what you think it is. Are you ready to find out what this roadblock is and how you can overcome it? Well then, my mama friends, listen up and get ready to take some notes because I'm ready to help you break through and break free today. Let's grow. And don't forget to leave a written podcast review and share this podcast with your business peeps and your team. Every review helps Apple boost this show in the search results, which means more mom bosses can find this podcast. Together, we can empower mamas to grow the abundant business and mom life they desire and deserve. Welcome to the Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers show, where we choose to grow a successful and sustainable business from the crazy caffeine-filled comfort of home using flexible productivity strategies that simplify, optimize, and systemize our business and mom life. Hi, I'm Melody Bishop, a Jesus-loving boy mom, former teacher, turned top 1% network marketer, turned entrepreneur. I believe you can slay your day without being a slave to the hustle. If you're ready to get your time freedom back and design the life you love, you're in the right place. It's time to rise up, know your worth, and live abundantly. Spatial clarity. What in the world does that even mean? I bet you're wondering. In my prior network marketing company, I taught on this subject quite often because I truly believe that spatial clarity is one of the most overlooked productivity methods out there and is at the very core foundation of building a harmonious home life as well as a peaceful and profitable work at home mom life too. So what is spatial clarity and why in the world is it even important? Have you ever heard the saying, a cluttered space equals a cluttered mind? Whether you want to admit it or not, the state of your environment has a direct effect on your mental capacity and your ability to focus, be creative, and gain clarity. Ever notice the word mental is in the word environmental? <laughs> the secondary definition of environmental states, relating to or arising from a person's surroundings. Your surroundings have a direct impact on your mental state. I call this mental connection to your environment spatial clarity. Furthermore, a cluttered space doesn't just clutter your mind, blocking you from working and living more productively, but it also fosters anxiety, brain fog, zaps your energy and motivation, and can even exacerbate depression. And ain't nobody got time for any of that, right? <laughs> Especially work-at-home mamas trying to better manage their time and make the most of their busy, hectic day. You see, when you sit down to work or you try to get yourself ready to work on a home project and your space is a cluttered and disorganized mess, 
your mind can't help but wander and be drawn in by the chaos all around you. So how then, as busy work-at-home moms, building a business and a family at the same time, how then can we begin to tackle the clutter and create a peaceful workspace and home environment without getting stuck in overwhelm? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I could actually share on this topic for hours, but let's hone in on some practical and purposeful tips that you can begin to implement in your life right away to get you some immediate spatial clarity breakthroughs. The first tip is to use the 15 slash five minute rule. The 15 slash five minute rule looks like this. Each week you spend 15 minutes tidying up a mini spot or micro spot, like for example, your desk or your dresser or your bathroom counters. The first time you tidy up, it might take you longer than 15 minutes. And after that, as long as you're consistent, you probably won't even need 15 minutes and may even be able to tidy up two or three mini spots in that 15 minute time frame. But you have to start somewhere. Then every day at some point throughout the day, spend five minutes tidying up as many mini spots as you can. This approach will help you hone in on those areas that need the most attention without making you feel overwhelmed at the task at hand. And as you walk around the house each day in between your focus blocks and tidy up for five minutes at a time, you'll be able to kick the procrastination pileup to the curb once and for all. The next set of tips I like to call keep it tidy tips because I find that the biggest issue with clutter and mess is that it keeps coming back. <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. So get ready to take some notes or be sure to check out the blog at AbundantMomLife.com tidy so you can jot down these simple tips to help you better control the chaos so it doesn't control you. The first keep it tidy tip is that old adage that a little goes a long way and boy is this ever so true when it comes to keeping your home tidy. The worst thing you can possibly do when it comes to taming the tidy is to procrastinate. Chipping away at that clutter and tidying up a little bit at a time goes a long way. I grew up in a clean home, but it was very cluttered. The clutter was clean, but it was really bad. I suppose this is connected to my OCD and my need for an organized and tidy home environment because to this day, even the smallest bit of clutter in my home triggers an anxiety attack. Now, mind you, I don't care if my friends or family have a cluttered home and I will never judge anyone or make anyone feel badly if their home is cluttered or messy. I don't see your clutter, I see you but it's a totally different thing to live in a daily environment of clutter than to be in such an environment for a short period of time. And while this is always a judge-free zone, I know that in order to live more abundantly, you need to be able to create, work, and live in a peaceful and harmonious home environment, not one that induces anxiety and stress. 
So, Mama, don't let the dishes or laundry or mail papers or anything else pile up and fool yourself that you'll take care of that later. <laughs> later never comes. And when you do get around to tackling the tidy, the pile has become so intimidatingly big that you end up giving up or begrudgingly making your way through the mess with an angry mood of bitterness and resentment, which also isn't healthy for your body, mind, or spirit. Plus, we need to be leading by example in our home to help teach our kids how to develop these healthy habits as well, don't we, mamas? Y'all know I speak the truth. <laughs> I'd rather you take five to 15 minutes here and there spread out throughout the day and tackle the tidy in small bursts of time to help you stay on top of the chaos than let it all pile up and cause overwhelm and anxiety in the process. Another keep it tidy tip that is actually a life-changing hack that I have been using since I was a tween living in that cluttered tiny apartment with my mom and one that I have shared before is habit stacking, also known as smart multitasking. Learning how to multitask the smart way is one of the best hacks to help you keep up with keeping it tidy. Now, let me preface this by saying you only multitask habitual daily tasks, tasks that do not require much focus, and tasks that you have already established a habitual routine into your day, meaning the things you do day in and day out that you could practically accomplish on autopilot. Once you've identified a habitual daily task or routine, consider if there are any other habitual tasks that are similar or complementary that you can complete on top of that task. Hence the term habit stacking, because you are stacking one habit on top of another and getting twice, even three times in some cases, as much done within the same time frame you normally just complete one habitual task. For example, when I'm waiting for my son at the bus stop, I often take that time to go through my email inbox, delete unwanted emails while moving others into a corresponding folder. Or while I'm waiting for my tea water to boil and my tea to steep, I can make the boys school lunches for the next day or wash a few dishes in the sink or unload the dishwasher. Before I make dinner, I can throw a load of laundry in each night switch it to the dryer while I'm waiting for the food to be done, and then fold it while I catch the weather report for the next day or listen to a training. While I cook, I can pop on a podcast and get my professional development in as I stir and chop and make dinner. So ask yourself, what are some habitual tasks I do each and every day, and what other habitual tasks can I stack on top of that to accomplish more in less time? And the third keep it tidy tip is to delegate and automate as much as you possibly can. Now, obviously when it comes to delegating household chores, some families are more cooperative than others. As a mom of special needs boys, I totally get it. So use your mama discretion here, but I find that even if the kids may fight you on helping out around the house with some of the bigger tasks, 
you can always find some smaller tasks to delegate off your plate that they are much more willing to take ownership of. An example of this is, I like to open the curtains during the day for natural light, but after dinner, I'm cleaning up and I can't close them in the colder months right away when the sun goes down. So my teenager closes all the curtains for me on his way down to dinner. Now that may seem small, but it's one less thing I have to do at the end of the night when I'm tired. My oldest has also been doing his own laundry since he turned 12, and while it's not perfectly folded or put away, at least it's done and I don't have to do it myself. Sometimes us mamas have to let go of perfect and just let our kids tackle their chores in their own way. Another way to keep some piles from getting crazy is to automate whatever you can. So for example, perhaps you'll choose to go digital when it comes to your planner or prospecting system instead of having binders and notebooks lying around on your desk. Or maybe you can download a chore app to your kids and your phones with notifications and reminders so you aren't the one reminding them or filling out the family chore chart manually. You might be surprised how much you can delegate and automate to keep your home tidy and running smoothly. And the fourth keep it tidy tip is to use your brain breaks to tidy up. When we are working from home or in the middle of a big home project, our brain will tell us when it needs a break from that focused work time. You'll know when your brain needs a break because you'll find yourself in a brain fog state struggling to know what you need to do next. So give yourself a short brain break, but make your brain break a productive one by taking that time to accomplish some habitual tidy up tasks that require little to no brain focus. Walk around the house and see what you can tidy up in 15 minutes. Throw a load of laundry in the machine, wash the dishes in the sink, sort and file the mail or the kids' papers, go through the pantry and throw away expired food. Your tidy up options are endless. And lastly, the fifth keep it tidy tip is to begin to create organizational home life systems. Consider where your piles end up and one mini cluttered spot at a time, begin to map out a plan to create a command center system to keep everything tidy and in its place with labels so everyone knows where everything goes and all items have a designated home. Now I've learned that some prefer clear bins so they can see what's inside instead of labels, while others, like myself, don't want to see the mess inside or feel pressured to make the contents look pretty because you can see it in a clear bin and would rather hide the contents and label their bins. This is totally a personal preference choice, so choose whichever style works best for you, but the more command center systems you can create in your home, the less mess and stress you will have. So pick a weekend at least once every three months and dedicate that time to creating a new home life command center system. Some examples to help you get started are a mudroom or entryway command center, a home office command center. You might want to start with that one since you work from home. School zone where the papers end up command center, a mail command center, or even a pantry command center. 
Okay, so your action step homework for today is to choose one of these spatial clarity tips to begin implementing right away and post your choice over to my free Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers Facebook community. And before you go, let's pray. Father God, you know how many responsibilities we have as moms and how we can sometimes struggle to find a way to get everything we need to do done each day. Help us to make the time to make our home life and business life more productive and peaceful so we can enjoy the benefits of spatial clarity in our work-at-home mom life each and every day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to Mommy's Show. Hey, Mama. If you found value in today's show, I'd be truly grateful if you take a few moments to hit that follow or subscribe button and leave an Apple Podcast review. You can even share this podcast with your team because when we work together, we can empower Mamas to claim the abundant life they desire and deserve. Come join our Facebook community at Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers. Can't wait to get to know you.